In case you didn't know, I actually have a Snapchat account. If you want to follow me there, it's super simple. You just type in the username Simply Sydney XO. S I M P L Y Sydney S I D N E Y X O. No spaces. Follow me on Snap. See what I'm up to. I'm your host, Fitzid, and welcome back to Dirty CEO where we go balls deep into the reality of what people are really thinking. Now let's get into it. Dirty CEO. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dirty CEO. It's your girl Fitzid, and I'm here with the beautiful Ruby. Tell them, introduce yourself. Well, what would they like to know? Like, what do you do? Who are you? I'm Enigma. a mysterious porn star. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love to hike and ski on lakes and do all sorts of exciting things in the Canadian wilderness. Is but... that nose ring real? Yes, that was a real question I had. <laughs> <laughs> I can spin it so around. So you're Canadian, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you? Were born and raised? Yeah. In the in the prairies. How tall are you? I'm five four. Okay, you're so definitely you're taller than me. Half a foot taller. Yeah, I, I like that. I guess we we hugged. We did. But you were like half, no, were you fully standing? I might have been on my tiptoes to like, you know, be accommodating. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like (laughs) trying to think, I'm like, is she really that short? Like I felt like you were taller. Maybe not. (laughs) My brain. Um, Okay. So first things first, I have a real question. Mm -hmm. Besides like doing everything that you do, I want to ask this in like the nicest way possible, but like, do you think you, before you got into all of this, were you a single person? Like, bluntly. Yes. How? Like, like when did you figure that out? And in what way? Because I feel like everyone is sexual in their own ways. And, like, I know for me, I knew that from, like, God, the first time I felt my hairbrush. Oh, <laughs> like, the end of my hairbrush inside <laughs> me. I was like, damn, I definitely like to explore myself, you know? But then, like, I know other people are like, oh, the first time I kissed a boy. Mm. Uh, honestly, it is kind of, like, a fun, spicy story. But I was, like at a sleepover at my friend's house and we were like sleeping in the loft above the barn and uh-huh. we were just like you know running around hiding like hiding from each other and scaring each other so there was this like all of this adrenaline and then she like I don't know how we got to the subject but she was like have you ever masturbated before and I was like how old were you when you when this I happened? was almost 13 and your friend so, had the guts to ask you yeah and then she was like but we, then we were like in our separate little like sleeping bags yeah. and she was like I dare you to try it and so then that night was like the first time i had an orgasm and then i was off to the races oh so my god boom that is so wild yeah yeah no for true story uh, okay so did you ever like oh god we're getting into territory already but did you ever like (laughs) canoodle with your friends like play with each other not as an awkward teenager surprise you would think there would be some sort of sexual dynamic that would develop with this person but i actually didn't even realized that I was bi until I was like 20. That is so that is low-key so crazy because like I literally <laughs> was fucking my friends by the time third grade happened. Like I literally got in trouble like in first grade for looking at a dude's dick. I like I've actually never told this story on the podcast. Uh in first grade this guy was like do you want to go to the bathroom with me? And I was like I knew exactly what he meant. <laughs> I knew he was gonna pull his pants down. So I hid in the like classroom bathroom like the one in the classroom. I hid in hid in it. He came in and pulled his pants down. I just remember, like, the view of, like, looking down and being, like, I mean, you know, you're only in first grade. Like, I was just such a curious kid. Mm. 
And like after that, I started like getting obsessed with like not obsessed where I touch my friends, but we'd all show each other our anatomy and like mm. everyone's is different. You know, did you ever think you like were broken at one point? Because I, I know for me, I like would see my friends pussies and I'd be like, man, I'm missing some parts. <laughs> No, 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 not, okay. not that, no. <laughs> yeah, I do. Re- I definitely remember like being on the bus with a, a different friend and we were just like showing, showing each other yeah. on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> the kids see, are curious. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's like the curiosity thing. And I, I find it so interesting because like I never had any friends ask me about masturbation. But like at the same time, we were like showing each other our boobs mm. and like one time they were like you have gorilla boobs what what does that even mean because they were so big but they were like they look like gorilla boobs (laughs) and the only thing we could compare it to was like animal plants (laughs) but yeah no so you knew you were like sexual at like 13 then i guess so yeah that was when i discovered like my own pleasure yeah your own body body and stuff but then I was a really like awkward teenager and I thought Mm -hmm. that I was like fat and hideous you know all the like social conditioning and beauty standards um so yeah I wasn't really like a a wild teenager at all but then when do you think you like came into your own and kind of like had more confidence um like late teens early 20s and then I started kind of like dating more people and feeling mm-hmm. better about my my body and also like going to a lot of parties and mm-hmm. like alcohol is a good inhibitor for yeah. yeah just being willing to explore your desires when did you have your first kiss um because I always think like experiences like that really gauge how you like kind of continue your your journey you know mm-hmm. I think I I think I yeah it was like late for me I think mm-hmm. I like kissed someone at a party when I was like 15 but then that's I, not that late though like a little late yeah in my opinion isn't that like late because i was i was like 13 when i had my first kiss okay and like i was showing boys but you were like you were like that. humping your friends and yeah you know, yeah and like, like i didn't kiss them we just touched peepees <laughs> 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 but like it's funny because like one of my best friends that i've known for like ever she literally i was her first kiss and then after that she like lost her virginity that night Wow. And I'm like, damn, I must have a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I had that effect on her, you know, like, (laughs) but it's always interesting because when did you lose your virginity then? Um, I was 18. And like, was it a good experience or no? It was okay. In retrospect, that guy was like, not so great. But what about in the moment? Like, because I feel like the way you feel in that moment really dictates how you view sex. I think there was this this certain like thrill of finally like exploring this and like, having like you know because obviously I'd like wanted to have sex for a long time right. but I think it it wasn't until I was like da- sleeping with somebody else where he was actually like more focused on my pleasure than than and I just the first guy do you think was selfish yeah but he, do you think he knew what he was doing or do you think it was just like nature like him just trying I think he like he had like past partners that he was maybe under the mistaken impression that they were like coming really easily uh-huh. and he didn't have to actually like try oh yeah but maybe it was all fake who knows i think that's the hard part i always wonder though too because like for me like my first time was like so positive that i think it helped me like mm. have like from that moment it was like a positive sexual experience so it was really easy for me to like keep fucking people after that because mm. i was like oh that was so great i love yeah. it <laughs> you know and then other people it's like their first time's not good so then they have to like have a good experience to like yeah yeah it was it was like okay I didn't feel unsafe how long have you been in like the industry and like doing this kind of stuff now um so I and by this stuff you guys I'm talking about content Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I kind of I kind of dabbled into the the content realm like in my mid twenties when uh-huh. I like started replying to like Craigslist ads and being like, yeah, I'll send you some feet photos. And you know, there was some like learning experiences with that, but it was actually um, a little over two years ago, like during uh-huh. when the pen when the pandemic started and a lot mm-hmm. of people were in lockdown and. I was like in New Zealand living in a van, traveling around the so country. So how did you get there? How did you end up living in a van in New Zealand? I mean, that's just sort of the thing that I do. Like, do you still do van life or? Uh, not currently, no, but I have taken opportunities on a few occasions uh-huh. to live overseas. Like I taught English in Korea for a while and I like did an exchange semester in a different country. But New Zealand was just a a place that made sense. I could do a yeah. working holiday visa. And it sounded amazing and beautiful. And it's a person. Was it amazing? Yes. Everyone should go to New Zealand. I've always wanted to see the Kiwi there. Mm. I, I, I didn't yet. actually see a Kiwi, but there are so many cool birds that you'll Sounds see. Sounds like we got to go back. Mm-hmm. We got to go find me a Kiwi. Yep. And they have those shells that are like colored. Have you seen them that like glisten? Puka shells. Yeah. 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 My family has been in New Zealand and they bring me back that damn shell every also, time. Also, apparently Kiwi women are the most promiscuous in the world. So it was perfect. Oh, my God. I think, you know who I think is the most promiscuous? You? No, 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 no. <laughs> not me. These goddamn Dutch people, man. Oh, yeah. Those people yeah. are fucking whores. Like, let me tell you, when I was in high school, we had a Dutch exchange student who fucked the dude I liked. And then oh. she said, oh, I'm sorry. He just liked me back. And I'm like, no, you opened your leg. Yeah. He just fell into his bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to Amsterdam. And they're all so sexually, like, fluid. And when I say whore, you guys, you guys know what I mean. Like, it's not a bad thing. Um, But, like, they're so sexually, like, confident and stuff. You go there and everyone wants to have a threesome. And same with Germans. Mm. Well, Germans have all the, like, crazy BDSM shit, too. Yeah. And, like, have have you been to Germany by chance? I have. So have you been to Hamburg? I haven't. Okay. So they're known for having, like, sex hotels. And when I was 17, I stayed there with two of my guy friends in one of those hotels. And I just remember walking in and thinking, why are they giving me weird looks? And then learning, like, it's a big pink hotel. Anyone who knows that hotel, you know, mm. it's, like, literally meant for threesomes. Okay. I didn't know that. So going in and we, like, slept all in the same, like, room, it definitely looked, looked a little fishy. But that that city was, like, probably the most, like, I was 17, so I didn't, like, do anything. But like, an opportunity. I saw so much, you know, mm. and but I, I mean, I guess I'd have to meet a Kiwi woman to know if she's I don't know if I've met. Is Kiwi woman like a New Zealand woman? Yeah. Yeah, that's how they refer to themselves. I'm really thinking right now. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an offensive term. They call no, themselves they call that. themselves yeah. that. I yeah. never, I've never heard that. But I mean, it makes sense because I've never heard like New Zealand woman. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Kiwis. I've heard like Aussie women, mm-hmm. but that's like obviously New Zealand, so it makes sense. Like, and I mean, the Aussies love to drink and fuck too. Let's be real. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like Canadians are crazy too. They can be. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go to the. You gotta find the right party. <laughs> So or, do you consider yourself like a lifestyler or do you consider yourself like this just to be for like you to explore yourself with content? Um, I don't know. I, I think like this is like a career path of sorts uh-huh. that I intend to follow for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And I think eventually it's going to open doors to like, you know, I'm learning so many skills with this industry that like eventually I could see myself transitioning. But I definitely so what, like, just, what do you think you would transition to? I don't entirely know yet, but I've kind of... What are your interests? Travel. Uh-huh. 
outdoor stuff, uh-huh. camping. Um, and even just like thinking about things like our, our friend Katya, mm-hmm. who's doing a lot of like videography, like that's a very uh-huh. in-demand skill. So just like yeah. building up that kind of skill set. Like I think whatever I do, I really would like to have it be me working for myself Mm -hmm. and something that I can do remotely. Well, with the van life thing, I mean, remote is definitely key. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting too, because like, I think people don't see the skills that you learn in this that are like not related to sex. Mm -hmm. Like the stuff that I've been learning with this podcast alone is insane. Then you take in like the, my YouTube channel and like, then you take in like the porn and all that, like all of those things are the same. There's editing, there's content creation in all aspects, marketing, and, like, everyone that does this does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't get anywhere without marketing. No. And networking. Yeah. Building those relationships. No, exactly. And, and well, and it's interesting, too. Like, how did you get into the the van life? Like, obviously, you're an outdoorsy person, but, like, when did, when did you first decide that you wanted to try that? And then when did you actually, like, like how, what was your longest time doing it and everything? Um, I mean, like I've only lived in a van while I was in New Zealand and uh-huh. I think it was just like and when getting there, that? when was it like within the first, like kind of before doing my research and also within the uh-huh. first week or two of being in the country, I realized like, but when, if you're going to like, when were you there? Oh, um, like the end of 2019. Okay. Yeah. So like, would you go back and do it now? Well, considering I never actually made it to the North Island. Absolutely. Uh-huh. That is so cool. What part of Canada are you from? I'm from Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I might as well just say it. Yeah, the prairie. Well, you could have said North South. I don't know Canada that well to know Winnipeg. <laughs> where Where is that? It's in the middle. It's right, oh, okay. right in the middle. We're so close to the geographical center of North America. Dang. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious because, like, I've been to Canada, like, a few times. And, like, I love BC area. Mm. And, like, I it's my gorgeous. goal is to do a road trip all the way from Arizona Alaska okay through Canada you would you would not go anywhere near Winnipeg but no, that would be yeah. a great trip but uh, yeah no and I think Canada is so pretty but I also think like Oregon like that whole area mm. going up mm-hmm. oh and then Alaska I don't know how much you traveled but like you've obviously been in New Zealand which is I've never been there that's so cool but yeah gorgeous I'd love to go up to Alaska it's oh my god it's I want to fuck on a glacier mm. like I literally had my friend with me and all I could and, and the pilot and I kept thinking fuck this goddamn pilot I want to mm. take his pants off <laughs> but then I didn't have the courage and then I finally had the courage while we were landing and he was so down and, and did you no he no. was so down and you didn't because I chickened out but he was definitely down and it was so awkward because like I said it and then I like played it off like it was a joke. Oh. And then and then I was like, why didn't I do it? And then we were <laughs> sitting in the like the car that I had rented afterwards and we were like, why didn't we do it? We should have done it. Let's go back. And I was like, no, we can't go back. Like yeah. I mean, he watched me take nudes on the glacier. Like I definitely like was trying, but I didn't have <laughs> enough guts, you know? Oh. But Alaska itself was so beautiful. Like that's why I want to do the drive up. Mm. Because I love I don't know. It was like one of those places where like I love to travel and like that was one, that's one of my top three places in the States. Okay. Yeah. It was Have absolutely been to incredible. the States like a lot? Not really. No, actually, like based on where I grew up in Canada, uh-huh. I've been to like North Dakota, which is like the least exciting part. You know, North um, Dakota has Crazy Horse National Monument, right? It's the I guess Indian it does. Yeah. Monument. That's yeah. pretty cool. You've yeah. Been there? I haven't. No, I've, I've just been kind of like to Fargo. And then uh-huh. I've driven through, um, like, I've gone to Montana on yeah, a road yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Like, beautiful part of the country. 
And then I've been to Minneapolis and now I'm here in Miami. I know. How, what do you think of Miami so far? It's, you know, nobody bats an eye at like a gas station parking lot with like six cop cars and like a bunch of <laughs> chaos and like people, um, a, a friend described it as like if driving or no, what was it? If driving, driving in Miami is like a ballet and driving in California is like a mosh pit. So I guess it's a little more orderly here, but yeah. people are, I don't know, they, the driving is very aggressive, but it's so green. There's like trees and it's like palm trees green. everywhere. It's, it's like, it's not like the pine trees or what, you know, the evergreens or whatever the heck they have in the forest. It's like the tropical vibes. I love the humidity. It's here. so lush. It's, it's amazing. And we just had like the longest winter and the mm-hmm. coldest spring. So this just feels amazing. That's why people snowboard. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> That's why I, I left uh, New Zealand the time of year that I did. How or did left you, for New Zealand. So how did you decide that you wanted to go to New Zealand? And this was before you got into all this. So like, what made you go there? Just just because you want to do the van life and explore somewhere or? I just, I wanted to do a working holiday and, and go yeah. live somewhere besides Canada for a bit. And New Zealand uh-huh. was like, you know, like culturally mm-hmm. kind of like similar to Canada, which wasn't necessarily like a top trait because it's mm-hmm. good to experience somewhere different as well. But it's like relatively easy to get a working holiday visa there. And yeah. it just sounded beautiful and awesome. And it was all those things. Do you need a visa? Um, you can travel for like three months without, you can just show up and like, uh-huh. you don't need a visa. But if you, if you want to do a working holiday visa, it's a, a bit of mm-hmm. a process, but not hard to get. And then, so when you got into OnlyFans, was that the first thing you got into? Or did you try other sites before that when you were? Um, so I had a, a mentor, um, shout out to Avery Fires, if I may. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I just like happened to have been like I already like had followed her on Twitter for a while, and what I what does saw, she do? I don't know who she is, but I'm she is now. a like long time and very proud whore. And, yeah, like, yeah. So she like she's a full service sex worker in uh-huh. Australia. She does content. She's mm-hmm. like on all the sites and is just like a hustler through and through. But she, um, I signed up on her OnlyFans referral, but she also got me set up on like many vids and some of the other. Are you still active on many vids? I am. Yeah. I think many vids is such a great site. Like mm-hmm. I've been on there since I started as well. And like, it it's one of those sites where like people know that it's a clip store. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans now has that reputation. But when I started, OnlyFans was kind of like you could post what you want. Mm-hmm. And now, well, you can still post what you want just for clarification. But like now it has a reputation for porn. Mm-hmm. Four years ago when I started, I was like, what kind of site is this? What am I on? We have cooking shows. Yeah. Well, and not just that. They were still only, they were doing the safe for work stuff on Twitter. So like not, you know, when I started, it was mainly like a fan site. Not just like the way that it is now, you know, where people hear, well, people hear only fans and they know what you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. I'm on Tinder. I'm a very active Tinder girl. Okay. <laughs> and like anytime people are like, what's your job? I'm like. <laughs> I do a podcast. Yeah. Well, that's they, a good, a good But then answer. they listen to my podcast. Mm. And they're like, so you do OnlyFans. Yeah. And they're like, so I looked you up. Now I saw your porn. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured you put two and two together. Yeah. Not that I'm not <laughs> proud of what I do, but I hate that like people just immediately are like, I want to see your porn. And I'm like, well, what if I posted like butterfly pictures there? Like, what if I didn't do porn? Like, there's probably like 1% that don't. Mm-hmm. And but it's kind of nice because like people know when they go onto my site and when they go on yours, they know what they're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Do you have one OF or are you like the type of person that has two? 
Um, I technically have a second one uh-huh. under my name when I when it was more like free and paid pages for uh-huh. the way, but now it's like currently inactive because I can't decide if it should be a VIP or a free page. So it's right. just just sitting there currently. But my my main one is definitely um, something that I actively post on and and check in on. And if you've become curious about my content, you can always go to OnlyFans.com slash FitSid. That's my VIP OnlyFans. I'm on there every day. I post every day. All of my scenes, pictures, everything is on there for one low price of $35 a month. So that's less than getting a cup of coffee every day at Starbucks and you get to see everything I've posted in the last four years. Uh, I also have a free OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans.com slash XXX Fit Sid. So that has my free OnlyFans. Um, you can unlock as in like a la carte options. Or if you just want to go to my website, fitsid.com, F I T S I D.com. So yeah, I just wanted to let you know in case you had a little bit of curiosity. How, what's your typical day like? I'm curious. I feel like I'm really bad at having a routine. Like but- it could be literally anything. You can tell me two totally different days. Mm-hmm. What's well, a day li- in your life like? I sleep late because I'm up late. Uh-huh. I make a nice cup of coffee. So like what time do you wake up? Oh, uh, like 10 or 11. That's usually. not late. That's, that's, that's like late by most people's standards. Okay, well, my mom three thinks p- it's late. 3 p.m. Okay, that's late. like my friends that say they sleep in, they're like, I slept in a little today, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. I'm like, wow, you guys. So you're you're just basically a vampire, though. No, I'm not. I wake up at 6 a.m. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. But my friends, they'll tell me that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm like, that's that's like evening. Mm. That's that's like normal. So I I wake up at a moderately. Yeah, I don't think moderately early time. And then what time do you like what you have coffee? Mm hmm. And then what else? I just kind of like see what's up on my my social yeah. media and like you, my do you Telegram. Use your phone more or your computer? Serious. I would say computer. Yeah, I like me too. I like typing. I really like to use all my. You know, yeah, I'm not a thumb girl. I'm a fingers girl. You can oh, interpret you like that however fingers? you want. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so like you have your coffee. You get on your sites. What else? Like the easy like main because I know I spend a lot of time on the computer, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I'm always like on one site by itself like I might have three different tabs open I could be editing a video and then like sexting on my phone because I work off my phone and my computer my computer I'm so much quicker Mm -hmm. and like sometimes I'll even take a picture on my phone and airdrop it to my computer just so I can send it faster yes yeah that's that's a lot of how I operate Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of kind of jumping back and forth between tasks but I've been a little little more consistent lately with having like a specific to-do list Mm -hmm. of like a few things that are critical and then Every afternoon, I go for a walk or a bike mm-hmm. ride. Or in the winter, I will, like, carry my skis down to the river and yeah. go for a ski. That's real nice. Go for a ski. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, do you do the skiing, like, across, I don't know, God. What's it called? <laughs> like, across Cross country, country cross, ski. Cross yeah. country skiing or do you do downhill? Downhill kind of freaks me out. Really? Yeah, I don't think I'm that much of an adrenaline junkie these I think days, you would but... hate skiing with me. Okay, yeah, probably. I do double blacks, pizzaing all no, the way down. No, thank you. Literally, uh, no. I just do this. I wedge it all the way down, and everyone looks at me like, "Why is the, <laughs> she, her legs gonna break?" And I'm like, "I got strong legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it down." <laughs> but it's just because I don't like turning. Mm. I'm I'm more the like go out to Lake Country and like ski across portage routes and lakes to get to a cabin. That's my jam. Yeah, that's a lot of work for me. I like the like least amount of effort. That's why the downhill works. You're too. talking about your strong legs, though. Yeah, but I don't want to walk. 
Like it's kind of like yeah. walking. <laughs> like my thought process is at least it's just like one motion and you're all the way down and then you're there. Mm-hmm. Versus like I've tried co- cross country like maybe once or twice. And it's funny because like the group that I go with like likes it. And I'm over here like, hi, guys, I'm going to stay here by this tree. When you guys want to come back and find me, I'll be here. It's it's hard work, especially sometimes you have to climb your way up. The yeah. Hill. And like, do you do the side stepping thing? Yeah. I've only done it twice. So, yeah. I was just curious because, oh, gosh, I'm the type of person that's like, I like to do active things. But there's certain things where I'm like, yeah, I'll stay behind. Mm. How do you feel about running? Is running like you're just like, I hate this? Or Okay, so my tits knock me out a lot of the time. I'm not wearing like the white <laughs> sports bra. So like running can be fun because it gives me endorphins mm-hmm. in my brain. But at the same time, like my boobs hurt when I run. And like double sports bra doesn't really like help because it's like the pain of just that little jiggle. Wow. That's rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and and so, like, when I, like, am active, my favorite thing is, to, like, walk my dogs because they just kind of give me joy. And, like, then I get sunshine and, you know, the endorphins without having to, like, knock myself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, walking is like running. It's just a little slower. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. You still get all the same benefits. And I think that's, like, good for clarity and, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of resetting my mental state a little bit. What's your favorite content to create? Because mm, you're outdoorsy. Do you like public stuff? I haven't done as much as I would like to. I did actually like fuck a guy on a hiking trail and we managed to not get caught. But like, did I didn't think film to it? film it. You, oh, okay, I, yeah. I think I forgot my tripod and we couldn't find a rock uh-huh. that would work properly to like give a good view. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That makes and sense. then we just were too horny and gave up. Are you like an exhibitionist or no? Um, like, what, what are your kinks and fetishes and stuff? Mm-hmm. What are you into? There's a lot of things that I've kind of just, Mm -hmm. like, gotten into by chance. Yeah, like what? Uh, Well, I have this, like, regular custom buyer named Beach Ball Colin. Uh Uh-huh. And that's... I I didn't even, like, really think about the fact that, like, inflating stuff is a fetish. But he'll have me... We'll do, like, live streams where I'll inflate, like, balloons Mm -hmm. and beach balls and all sorts of things. Which, that's so fun. Like, I I have someone who likes that as well. And Mm. it's it's funny because the first time I did it, I did, like, 100 balloons. Whoa, that's that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't understand, like, what I was doing. And I just laid there afterwards with my head, like, pounding. Because I, I had never, like, done that for a video. And I did it in 20 minutes. And I laid there afterwards. And he told me, he was like, it was the hottest video. You forgot to cut out the fact that you laid there. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I literally, because I was so new to everything. But I thought that was, like, a really fun thing. Well, he came back recently. Mm. And, like, it made me think about that again and, like, everyone's interests are so different and like it's kind of cool like like do you have anything personally that you're like low-key like kind of into that you're like oh that might be like not normal quote-unquote not normal you know joking you know Mm. I mean I think I you know it's like my perception of what's normal has definitely shifted over the years well I'm saying like something that like isn't vanilla I guess is a better term I like being tied up I like, okay. like spanking, spanking and paddling. And like you like getting spanked? Yeah. See, I'm also happy to deliver a good spanking. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, like I don't really like pain mm. as much. So for I don't like spanking, but it's really interesting because like I understand why people like it. The endorphins. Yeah. yeah. But for me, I'm like, fuck, don't fuck. I'll fucking smack you harder. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and I also don't like being tied up for the most part unless I really trust someone. Hmm. That's and so, true. but like, I also am like the type of person that like I like when someone tongue fucks my ear. Have you ever had someone do that to you? 
Um, I've definitely had people like play with my like earlobes. But you haven't had that's someone like really tongue nice. fuck your ear. No, Girl. I think I, I'm not. I think I'm not into wet willies. I don't know it's if I could not, get into it. It's not really a wet willy though. Okay. Like y- you have to find someone that you really trust and have them do it because otherwise, like the first time, if you don't think you're going to be into it, like mm. then you might not like it. Trust is so important. Yeah, and, and, and like then you tell them and you brace yourself. But like the first time that happened to me, I was like, "Wow, my life has been changed." And then like a couple of my friends. They, like, tell me a lot of their dirty secrets, you know? Mm. And, like, they'll call me when they experience something, right? And, like, call I call them. And I'm like, yo, I just got my fucking ear fucked by it <laughs> with a tongue. And then my friend, she, like, usually tells me everything. And she's like, Sydney, that's, like, my favorite thing. That makes me so wet. And I'm Ooh. like, wow, why didn't you tell me this sooner? Like, and, like, I wish that I would have known that was, like, something. Because I, I like to try new things, you know? Yeah, it makes you sad when you discover it lately. You know, you're like, yeah. I could have had many more years of enjoyment. I know, and this was, like, recent. This is something that I recently, like, like experienced, and I was like, oh, wow. And then, like, I was, you know, you know how when you talk to people, you find out, like, oh, they like that, too? I brought it up with, like, a couple of porn friends that I have, and they're like, oh, yeah, that turns me on so much. And I'm like, why is this a hidden secret? Okay, I feel like I have to try this now. You do. And, like, just commit to, like, giving it a fair chance. Yeah, just just a little fair chance, because it's an it's interesting, a like... Like, you like getting your ears played with, right? Mm-hmm. Then I think you won't have a problem with it because I don't like wet willies. I, I don't I don't like people when they, like, wet their finger and put it in my ear. That's, like, not... Mm. But the tongue the fucking... Tongue. It's, like, the breathing heavy. The breathing is definitely is, part of it. Yeah, but that's, like, part of that. So it, it feels really good. And then they'll nibble on your ear and shit. And you're just over here, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I like the and wetness neck, after. Neck. Yes. Yeah. But it has to be, like, part of it. Like, yeah. they can't just walk up to you and, like, take your face <laughs> and just, like, tongue fuck your ear. It has to be, like... While they're like already in that area, you mm-hmm. know, that that's the difference. But during that experience, you guys, I even threw my back out. It didn't. It was worth it, right? Yeah, it was. He was such a good fuck. He was so crazy and kinky, and I literally was like, "Wow, I think you changed my life." But, he was, <laughs> but then I told him that you know I didn't see him as like boyfriend material because all he wanted to do was hang out and fuck, and I need like an emotional connection you know that's not like a very developed story for the two of you i know you need more to it yeah well he was he he would come over and we would just Mm. but then like he would leave and i need aftercare yeah especially when you're doing kinky shit do you you need aftercare like what's your typical aftercare that you like i think like for me like yeah i haven't like done anything like really really intense and i'm not Mm -hmm. like i'm not so much into like degradation where i would need someone to be like no i actually do respect you yeah but i think just like some time after where they're Mm -hmm. we're like touching each other in a in a like relaxed way and Mm -hmm. like talking a little bit some kissing like you know kind of just yeah being present with each other my favorite is a shower like washing Mm. each other off yeah that's nice too because because i think for me like i get i like really dirty sweaty sex so like the so the problem is when you're laying there after you'll start to be like sticky. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, sticks yeah. together. I'm like, a shower would be really nice right now. Or like they get cum in my eye. And so I'm like, I really need That's to wash off now. <laughs> so that then I'm not like, you know, red eyed, mm-hmm. ugly as fuck. <laughs> so then I like trick them into getting a shower. So then it, like I'm clean. They're like, clean. Can you wash my back? Please? Yeah. And yeah. then you have that sensual like, oh, we're playing with ourselves. And and then you end up fucking the shower again. Yeah. But at least you're clean. Yeah. And then you like just finish showering and then they can go on their merry way. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because some people I know, they, they tell me like the aftercare they need is like to go get food. Hmm. Like specifically, they need that. And for me, I think I usually need someone to sleep over, which 
is kind of weird, probably. I don't think that's weird. I think it would. It's like it would be weirdly hard for me because I've just like really been single for most of mm-hmm. the last couple of years, or like at least not at the stage where someone would sleep over. So it's like having someone in my bed. I think it would be hard for me to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that, but I, I think I get used to it again. I think. I think the thing for me is like. When I shoot porn, you don't have aftercare a lot of the time. Mm. So in my personal life, the people that I pick to be personally, like, fucking, mm-hmm. those people I'm like, I want you to rub my back tonight. <laughs> and also, like, you know, clearly you're, like, a hot porn goddess who can, like, fuck all these people. So no. the, the people that you fuck in your personal life, like, they are lucky to oh, be there. The, and they should appreciate I'm that. lucky. I had one of them screaming the other night, you're a god, you're a god. <laughs> and, and I was right. like, Sydney, what is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up. And then afterwards, literally, I was like, dear god. I'm sorry for calling them a god, (laughs) you know, but it was, it was funny because I was like, damn, like this guy's way too good at bed. And I, but here's the thing, this man, I know he's a secret porn star. Like he's gotta be. Ooh, you think he would tell you? Well, no, he was definitely down to film and show his face. So like, I guarantee you he's done some type of porn before because he was way too way too on it you know like, and okay, gotta sign this anatomy form and like okay yeah no problem yeah like i think he secretly had an only fans he just didn't want to tell me hmm. but i think i think sex is a very intimate and amazing thing but it's funny because like everyone has different interests and like everyone's different and blah 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 you know and at least for me like i i need that emotional connection mm. and then the aftercare like makes me want them to come back because then i feel good you know emotional connection makes such a big difference mm-hmm. i don't think people give that enough credit i think the lockdown and everything made people change like just need to be touched yeah, yeah but but not just that they also don't know how to like have that before lockdown i think that people were like better at having emotional connections and now it's like i have to teach mm-hmm. someone how to like open up sometimes and it sounds really weird but like sometimes i feel like they're afraid because they haven't had like that real human connection interaction like in person and and it's just interesting to me how that stuff goes you know and mm-hmm. I, I don't know i feel like i've kind of like felt that way too with yeah. like new people for a while it was just like hard to hard to open up well like, you're saying the whole sleeping in bed thing mm-hmm. that is such an intimate thing it i don't is. know if anyone listening feels that way but that's something even for me i struggle with like, having someone in my bed has to be someone that, like, I really, like, I'm not a one-night stand, let you sleep in my bed person. Mm-hmm. I'm more like a, let me crush on you, we're going to have sex, and I'm going to be needy. Mm-hmm. And then if you're bad, I'll kick you out, but if you were good, I'll let you stay <laughs> type vibes. And but. I think it's also, like, having someone wake up with you in the morning. That's just, like, I, I'm so used to just, like, waking up and being on my own for yeah. hours. That would be- and having morning breath. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really like to make out with morning breath. Is that weird? Ew. Yeah, see, she's judging me, you guys. <laughs> I mean, okay you know, you do, you do you. Stuff. My thing is, like, I'm okay with body fluids. Like, that stuff doesn't gross me out. You know what grosses me out? Mm. When people, like, are grumpy in the morning or, like, oh. like that shit turns me off more than anything. Like, you're, you can have the smelliest breath in the morning. But if you are mean to me, I'm like, fuck no, leave right now. Mm-hmm. I'm turned off to like your personality but like it's funny because i feel like you know other people are like oh you can be a bitch to me in the morning. i'm not like that mm. i'm like you can 
Well, I think if there's one thing to, to be like, I am feeling grumpy in mm-hmm. this situation and, and you can recognize that, but I'm not going to like yeah, direct it at you. People it's actually like, directed at me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay, quietly yeah, you're grumpy not on my over. own. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. No. Like there, there, you know, there, there's times where you're like, I am upset with this situation. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't hate you. I'm just feeling annoyed right now yeah. and I don't want to talk. <laughs> but communication, that's so key. Yeah. What do you look for in a partner? Can, well, um, I think one of the big things for me is someone with an adventurous spirit uh-huh. who like actively wants to try new things, mm-hmm. go new places, try a new recipe. Like, yeah. And then I think like a lot of that novelty is something that's really great to bring into the bedroom because what if you discover your new favorite thing and like someone tongue fucks your ear for the first right. time after you've been dating for three years? I know. I'm going to get, I'm giving you new things to try. Yeah. You're going to have like <laughs> a Sydney's that's dice That's my take roll. home. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're actually, we're filming a dice roll game. So we'll oh, see what yeah, happens Oh yeah, I forgot that. about that. Mm-hmm. You guys, if you guys are interested in listening, seeing her content, anything that she has, I will have it all linked down below. And you can, you can see it all. You can look at her stuff. Anything that she's shooting on this trip, because we're in Miami right now, it will be available on her OnlyFans. And you're working with a lot well, of people, aren't at you? At least the stuff that I can put on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. But there. you have other sites. So I guess I mean like any of her links. But ask her. Go to her OnlyFans and then ask her like what she shot, where <laughs> to find it. But um, how many people are you working with on this trip? Um, at least a half dozen. So Ooh. I mean, there's there's Kat- Katya Miatovic, yeah. there's Jack Quicksilver, uh-huh. I own a normal. Uh-huh. That's three. I'm probably doing. I'm doing a public scene. Yeah. With Jay Steele, I guess I don't want to like name drop in case they don't. Yeah. Know, happen like, for Jason. any reason, but but she's making a lot of content. You guys. Yeah. So I think I'm excited to watch it. I think it could easily be like eight, more than eight people or more. Damn. Which feels like a good a good effort. For yeah, time here. no, that's amazing. But I'm so glad I got to have you on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just remember, you guys, that you're always somebody's type. Have a great day. Have a great night. And have a great week. Sydney out. <laughs>